Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, Houdat Nation. Week 15 of the season is here for the Black and Gold. Saints 6-7 and seven, hosting the 5-8 and eight New York football Giants who are coming to town on a three-game win streak. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. Here on First Take, gearing up for the Bud Light Countdown, the kickoff with me and the Cajun Cannon, which will be coming up 10 a.m. We are inside the Superdome right now. You can meet the Cajun Cannon, Gate B, Loge level. Look for Team WWL in the atrium. That's all presented by Craig's Electrical Generator Service. Right now we're on the Bet365 First Take, and Jeff. We're doing it. Man, three consecutive home games. After that, it seemed like a drought of being here. Now it's like, man, oh, man, what, what are we going to play on the road again? Yeah, well, there's only, you know, I was thinking about that coming in. There's only two home games left, including this one. Like, Pretty this wild, This season, right? as, as frustrating as, as, as it has been at points, it flew by. I mean, this is the home stretch. This is the you do it or you don't. <laughs> the nitty-gritty. Part of the year, right? right? And you got the Giants coming in. You got the, the Tommy Cutlet story, right? You got the 32nd-ranked passing offense in the <laughs> NFL. Like, I don't care how exciting everyone, how excited everyone is about Tommy DeVito. This is the number 32 passing offense in the NFL. They won a game earlier this season, I guess two weeks ago even, against the Patriots where Tommy DeVito passed for negative passing yards. They won that game against the Patriots. This is not an offense <laughs> that you should be scared of in any way. This is an offense you should dominate. It's an offense that a lot of teams have dominated. The Saints need to win this game. What is scary, though? <laughs> Darren Waller is back. Ah, give me that. He's, <laughs> Darren Waller is a shell of Darren Waller. If you're using Darren Waller as the reason the Saints should be qu- shaking in their boots about this. No, this is a bad team. Go beat a bad team. I was a bit surprised that this, the Giants have activated him from the injured reserve and brought him up for this game. But I guess since it is... The black and gold, I shouldn't be surprised that this happens to them. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll calm down a little bit. But, yeah, I guess, you know, Darren Wall, I think it's more just like, hey, he can play. Let's play him. I think he'll be on a pitch count. I don't think you're going to see a very big number of snaps for that guy. I think you're going to use him in very specific. He'll probably be kind of in the Jimmy Graham mold, right? I think he'll be a red zone weapon. I don't think you're going to see him get a ton of snaps in the middle of the field. Uh, a lot of guys are on the injury report, right? Dexter Lawrence is on the injury report. We don't know if he's going to go. Evan Neal's doubtful. I expect he's out. Um, you know, Wandale Robinson showed up on the injury report on Friday with a quad issue. And anytime you're looking at a kind of like quick twitch, explosive guy dealing with soft tissue stuff, that's, that's sketchy. He didn't have an injury designation for the game, which I found surprising. Right. But he is on there. So 
who knows? He's a guy who I think the Saints are going to – like, if there's one guy on this offense other than Saquon Barkley, obviously, that yeah, I'm a little concerned about, it's, it's Wandale just because of the way he plays, because the Saints want to get physical. They want to get up and jam. They want to make the receiver know that they're there, get in their hip pocket. And he's just going to be moved around. He's going to be set in motion. You know, he's going to have these kind of delayed routes just to get him into space, right? You're going to see a lot of screen game with him. So he's just going to be a guy that – that doesn't allow the Saints secondary to do what it does best. But other than that, I mean, you're talking about guys like Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, yeah. you know, yeah, Jalen Hyatt's a speed guy, obviously. He's a rookie. Um, I just think this is a game that, you know, if the Saints want to be taken seriously over the final month of the season, they, at, they can't make this into a barn burner. Type no, game. no, and the Saints, you look at their lineup and a big name is likely to be out in this matchup at wide receiver. The early reports this morning, I was seeing from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, Adam Schefter, ESPN, is the expectation is that wide receiver Chris Olave will not play in this game due to that ankle issue. Uh, I guess it's obviously something that's a little more serious than initially uh, uh, believed to be because I know early on it was like, all right, they're being precautious with – Olave, but I, I figured his expectation was to be to suit up today. Uh, it didn't look like that serious of a deal last game when he did uh, kind of get banged up. Yeah, so uh, apparently his injury came on the touchdown, and if you kind of look back, he did have his leg kind of caught up in the wash as he went into the end zone. He got up a little slow. At the time, I thought maybe he hit his head, um, okay. but it turns out it was the ankle, and he hasn't practiced. You know, he hasn't practiced in a while. Because he didn't practice on Thursday or Friday heading into week 14. So he has missed five consecutive practices. So even the, the idea of him going, I mean, how much prep can you possibly have gotten done over the last two right. weeks? Um, you know, and he's not out. They have not, they have not made a decision, right? They're gonna, he, they said on Friday they're going to take it right up to game time. He's probably going to work out pregame, and they're going to make that decision then. Um, you know, this is just the late. Like he's dealt with a lot this year, right? Like in week five, he dealt with a toe issue. He played through that. In, you know, week uh, 13, obviously he had the concussion. He played through that. Obviously, uh, he had the flu last week. He played through that. Now he's dealing yeah. with the ankle. Uh, I think he's going to try to go. If he can go, I think you'll see him out there. But it's just even if he does, it'll be in a very limited capacity, right? So in one, one way or another, you're going to need somebody to step up. And to me, that's got to be Rashid Shahid. Which is thankfully back this week. Yeah, and I, yeah, I talked to him early in the week. He was very confident that he would be available. So it wasn't like a, okay, we'll see what happens throughout the week. Like there was a belief that he was good to go 100%. He was upgraded to full, a full participant in Friday's practice. So, you know, we haven't really gotten to see Rashid be the the star wide feature receiver. Guy, feature right. guy, right. Yeah, exactly. This offense. Yeah, and I'm, in, I'm excited. I think he's going to have a big day. Oh, that would be great. Uh, obviously, I saw, too, the Saints bringing up from the practice squad yesterday, Marquez Callaway. Uh, you're going to need some depth there at the wide receiver spot, obviously. Uh, A.T. Perry still still doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, then all of you were watching those Saturday night games, and, man, it seemed like every single play, other play with the Denver-Detroit Lions game, I was hearing somebody that had some kind of New Orleans Saints tied to it between you know Lucas Kroll and then Alex Anzalone on the other side and then show a shot of the defensive coordinator for the Lions and then you had the head coach of the Lions yeah. and it was it was just a, like a lot of black and gold yesterday right at one point coached for the Saints <laughs> even player-wise even mentioned Chauncey Gardner-Johnson not being able to play still but his recovery 
I, I believe, has advanced where he's at least practicing with yeah, the team now. Yeah, he's back to practice. You know, one guy that's back to practice isn't going to help the Saints this week is Peyton Turner. I want to talk about him a oh, little yeah, bit for as the sure. show goes on. Uh, but I think there's a chance for the Saints team to get on a roll, get some guys healthy, get some guys back, and really gotta go on a roll. You know, really kind of get get in the right position to make a run at the playoffs. And it's like this is the game you got to win to make sure. Like if you can win this game, then it becomes an actual picture that you can kind of look at and see it. If you can't win this game, then it all kind of falls apart, in my opinion. Like yeah. the Thursday game against the Rams is always going to be tough. It's just a tough situation to go across country and play on Thursday night. So, but like you have to get there at seven and seven. If you can get there at seven and seven, then you can look at those final two games. You got ten days to kind of heal up, and just just go against the Bucks and the Falcons. Uh, I just think it all kind of rides on the ability to go out there and win today, and win at, a, at you know at a at less than a hundred percent, right? Like looks like Ryan Ramchek won't go either. That's going to be one. I I'm curious to see how they replace him if he doesn't go. Whether it's Landon Young, who as of last week or two weeks ago when Andres went out, was the backup right. left tackle. I don't know if he, they've shifted him back in terms of, in terms of where he's going to line up, but they also elevated Cam Irving, who I think played left tackle, if I'm not mistaken, when he did fill in uh, earlier this season. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what you did if you're shifting the responsibilities of backup in terms of Landon Young shifting over to the right side and Cam Irving being your backup left tackle. I don't know what it'll take to get Trevor Penning on the field, but that's another question for probably another day. <laughs> Um, but either way, that's going to be a huge story is can you protect, right? Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari, they're going to give you a tough test. They're going to blitz a lot. This Giants defense, they blitz on about 41% of their defensive snaps. Um, but they don't, get the, they don't get to the quarterback a lot. <laughs> they have 24 sacks in the season. That's uh, surprising you look at it. The, the sack numbers are very similar to the Saints, but uh, not getting to the quarterback. Right. Um, you, you mentioned that, though, with – a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau, how is he not from here? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm baffled. He even pronounces that, it the right, right way. Right, exactly. A West Coast guy, but with the name, he's got to have deep, 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 deep Louisiana roots. Yeah, I mean, someone's <laughs> got to be there, right? They, otherwise, they would call it Thibodeau, right? Because that's where I grew up. There, I had, a, I had people I knew named, named spelled Thibodeau, but right. they pronounced it Thibodeau. In the Northeast, yeah. And there was no X, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's going to be – you know, it's funny because earlier this season – if you're passively paying attention to the Giants, one of the stories that came out was uh, done on WFAN. They hung up on Carl Banks because he was like, guys, give Kayvon some time. He's going to be okay. And they were like, no, get out of here. Um, and then look at it. He's got 11 and a half sacks. Like, well, this is a guy. You, they have, he has half their sacks. They have 24 sacks in the season. He has 11 and a half. Right. It's one of those things you look up and you see their total, and then you see his total. You're like, wait a minute, is that correct? Well, and it's funny because you look at it and you're like, okay, they blitz a lot. That must be how they get their pressure. But Kayvon's not blitzing. So what, what is the, you know, what, what is the product of the blitzes really not making a difference? Like that's the, it's like you talk about a blitzing defense, a blitz-heavy defense. Derek Carr compared uh, Wink Martindale to Bill Belichick in the sense that you finish the game against this defense and you're mentally exhausted because you're constantly, I think Brian Flores is probably a better comp in terms of just, not just sending blitzes, but unique blitzes, like very creative blitz schemes. Um, and, you know, it's just, but if it doesn't get there, then that's advantage offense, right? If you're sending pressure and it's getting picked up and you're not getting the quarterback to the ground, then you're just asking your, your defensive backs to cover with one fewer guy. And so, you know, I, I think that's going to be the story of this game is can you pick up the blitzes? Can you pick up the pressure? Can you get the ball out? Uh, and it's going to be on Derek Carr to, to make those reads quickly, process quickly, and get the ball out. Because when Derek's played well this year, that's what he's done. Saints-Giants coming up on WWL Saints Radio, a noon kickoff 
right here on WWL and the Odyssey app. As always, we'll be back with more First Take after the break. And get Mike D's notebook right after this on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back into First Take, getting ready for the Saints taking on the New York Football Giants. A noon start here in the Caesar Superdome. All that buzz this week coming into the matchup, obviously, been about Tommy DeVito, <laughs> the passing Paisan coming to New Orleans. But we can't let this guy take over our territory. Happy all to right, welcome in the right. godfather of scouting, Mike Dettelier to the radio huddle. Mikey D, how you doing this morning? I'm doing fine, guys. How you guys doing? Hanging in there, Mike. This notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Uh, like I was saying, Mike, obviously Tommy DeVito has been the talk of the town, but still the the, stir, yeah. the person who stirs the drink for this Giants offense has got to be the running back in Saquon Barkley. Yeah, when he shows up big, he, he's the difference maker. And I've always felt if he's healthy, he's one of the five best offensive players in the NFC. He's that good. As a runner and a receiver, um, he's kind of a shortcut runner in that a lot of times you don't get a good shot at him uh, when he's running uh, into the line. You really don't. And, man, he's pieced together like somebody carved him out of stone. And he runs hard between the tackles, yet he's got enough speed and quickness to get out to the edge. He's a terrific receiver coming out of the backfield. He has been sort of beat up a little bit with some injuries. But, Pitt, uh, he is a five-star football player. And that he, there isn't anything he can't do out on the field. 
Don't be surprised. Somewhere along the line, they may even let him throw a ball. That I've seen it where halfback pass with him. And you're trying to get on him so quickly, and then he kind of suckers you in and you'll throw the football downfield. So he's a really good running back with power, and he turns power into speed, and he's agile out into the open field. Also, he's a matchup nightmare as far as a receiver's concerned. So he's the guy. And you, you look at Monday night's game, Tommy got so much of the credit, and, and that happens when you play quarterback, and especially with his story. But the guy that really made everything work for him for them was Saquon. And yet, late in the game, he really had the run to seal it, and then he falls and fumbles the football. And he gave the Packers that opportunity. <laughs> but, guys, he he's the guy. If, if i got to take one piece away from the Giants, it's Saquon Barkley. You know, Mike, don't ask me why I know this, but I think it was in 2018 Saquon threw a touchdown pass to Odell Beckham Jr. So that's what, when you say that, it jogged that memory for me. And it was a nice throw. The vision it, jumped right back into it, the head. It, it was beautiful. No, he, he told me because I've talked to him before, and he was like, man, Coach, I wish they'd let me throw it like two, three times a game. I'm like, what? And you just keep running it. Because uh, I know how talented you are as a runner. But he played some quarterback in, in middle school and also a little bit in high school. So, you know what? You never get that out of you. You know, once you didn't play that position, then you think you can make all the throws in the world. But he, he is a very talented guy. And I, I would not be surprised. Because of the fact they know the Saints' defense has a tendency to really bite hard, especially on a sweep play, play to the edge, that you see that, uh, him throwing the football. And normally likes to seek out uh, a player to the edge. So that would either be a speedy wide out or a big tight end. Hopefully that ain't Darren Waller. Because I know you'll play today. How effective Waller will be remains to be seen after just coming off of uh, the injured reserve. But uh, we've all seen Darren Waller at his best. Put it to you that way. Seriously. Um, yeah, and, you know, one guy who definitely is going to catch passes in this, in, this de- in this offense is Wandale Robinson. You know, he's a guy that I think, I've been saying this all week, I think Saints fans, he's the one guy on this Giants team that they're going to walk away from this game being like, I hate that guy because <laughs> he's just always going to be getting the ball in space. He's going to be making guys miss. Tackling in space has been an issue for this Saints defense all year long. I'm curious, what is your read on, on Wandale, a guy out of Kentucky? Yeah, he's like a gnat at a picnic. And you keep swatting at him and he's right there. He's not a real big guy, okay? You take a look at him, he's, you know, he's 5'8", and I'm stretching it. He's not very big, but he is super quick. Uh, they use him a lot in the slot. He can run the jet sweep. It's a lot of, like, short passes. That's an extended handoff. He's got good hands. Another Kentucky guy that, you know, they used in a, a – variety of different ways at Kentucky. And so the Giants have sort of opened that up a little bit with Brian understanding you can't use him every play. 
He's just not built for it. But the plays they use him on, man, he's a pain in the butt. He's a tough little guy, and he's got some scoot to him and that ability to make the initial man miss. But a lot of it is short, Jeff. And you watch him. A lot of it is a little screen, wide receiver screen, or a little shuttle pass, or, again, uh, you know, the jet sweep type motion. Every once in a while, though, and, and I give him a lot of credit, man, he gets in that interior pattern where he'll cross the middle and he'll make a tough catch in traffic, and he takes the hit. So of all the receivers, other than Waller, he would be the guy that I would say, hey, look, we can't let him sort of get into a series of plays where he becomes the focal point. But you can see they don't have a lot of real uh, outside weapons. And so Wondell becomes that guy. And he wants the football. He's got a little bit of athletic arrogance about him that he doesn't think anybody's better than him. And you know what? It ain't bragging if you can do it. And all his life he's been told, oh, you're too small. You can't play in the NFL. And his deal is, oh, yeah, I'm going to show you just how good I am. And he goes out there week in, week out, and he makes plays. He's he's a dangerous little guy with the football in his hands and difficult to bring down one-on-one. Mike, you look on the defensive side for this giant squad. They've really come alive, especially – Uh, the last couple of games another elite pass rusher that this uh, offensive line is going to have to deal with we've seen you know guys like Montez Sweat we've seen Josh Allen in Jacksonville even Daniil Hunter Minnesota today we get someone that sounds like a homeboy in Kayvon Thibodeau but uh the Oregon product last year first round draft pick man oh man really bursting onto the scene this year in the NFL yeah you know um his comment to me was that I don't know how many relatives I have in Louisiana, but I got a bunch of them in Texas, but they got Cajuns that, that move around all over. Okay. When you are Thibodeau, okay. You got a, uh, you got a Cajun connection somewhere along the line. So he does have relatives in the South and um, he was, he was heavily recruited by LSU and coach O at that time, heavily recruited by him. And uh, he decides to go to Oregon. Man, he flashed big-time playmaking skills. Really, really did. He is super quick off the edge. This year he has played at a much more consistent level than I've seen in the past. And the fact that he's got that ability to kind of move, counter-move, and I think that's been the big part of his game that he's gotten better at being able to kind of counter move away from a block that in the past had maybe sort of hung him up a little bit. They are a heavy blitz team, uh, the Ravens. Only Minnesota blitzes more than what the Ravens do. But they don't get – I mean, uh, the Vikings do. But they don't get to the quarterback. The only guy that gets there is Kayvon Thibodeau. He gets there. Because I, I don't know what it is. They have 24, 25 sacks, and he's got, what, 11 and a half of that? He's almost got half of them. Um, now, Aziz Ojulari has been a solid player on the other side, but Kayvon is super talented, uh, very quick off the snap. They move him around a little bit so that he does not face, always face that left tackle. 
and they, they'll move him around to make sure that they get a favorable matchup uh, downfield with him. And he can get after the quarterback, and it's sort of in cycles with him. And it was like that at Oregon. It was like that at high, in high school with him, that he would get these sacks, but it would come in bunches. Uh, you better put a hat on a hat on him. Now, they get a lot of pressures, but they don't necessarily get to the quarterback. And in Wink Martindale's defense, which he was in Baltimore, uh, they got a lot more sacks there. Though they got a lot more dudes uh, that can play defense in Baltimore than they do in New York. The one thing with Kayvon, a lot of times, he gets so anxious to get up the field to rush the quarterback, teams have run the football right at him. So if I'm the Saints and I know you're going to blitz that way, man, I, I'm, I'm going to try to run the football at you and play a little bully ball. I, I'm not sure about what's going to happen with Dexter Lawrence uh, in this game, but he's the stud. He's the best player they have on defense, and he sits on that nose guard. He's an athletic mismatch for any center or guard in the NFL. But Kayvon's been really, really impressive this year, and he's been one of the few bright spots they have on defense for the Giants. Dexter Lawrence and Brian Brzee got a lot of Clemson uh, interior line pride going on in this game. Sure do. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, uh, Mike, so obviously you talked about it. They're going to blitz a lot. It's going to put a lot of pressure on the the defensive backs to cover quick. You know, Adoree Jackson, Deontay Banks, I think, you know, the Saints are obviously have some questions about who's going to be out there at wide receiver. But, you know, is Deontay Banks, the rookie out of Maryland, a guy that you think they can target? It seems like he's, you know, he had his struggles. He took his lumps early in the season, as rookies do. But it does seem like he's kind of found his stride a little bit the last few weeks. Yeah, Jeff, that's a good point. Uh, I, I really think Deontay struggled early in the season. He's played much better. And now they're sort of targeting the other side with a Dory Jackson. Uh, but uh, Deontay is a really good athlete. Uh, it, it's an old Ed Reed line that he said years ago about, hey, they don't want to break you physically first. They want to break you mentally first. And then you start making physical mistakes as a cornerback on safety. And he's absolutely right. But it didn't break Deontay. And I think he's played some good football the last couple of weeks. Uh, he, he is He loves the press coverage. That's something he likes to do a lot. And so if you can get away from that or evade that, you can get some – some separation downfield. But I think he's a guy from a secondary standpoint you can build around because you can see that that guy, he can play and play at a high level of this league. Doesn't mean he's always going to win a battle, but he's got what I, I really like in a corner, amnesia. He doesn't let one bad play affect the next snap. And I think in this league, you see a lot of guys come in here who have talent. But what happens is they get mentally challenged for the first time. Man, ain't nobody throwing the football at me in high school and college. Then all of a sudden in the NFL, man, you can put them press clippings away. Uh, Well, this is the big boys. This is where we play. And they break you down mentally. He took a lot of lumps early, but I give him tremendous credit. He has really played well down the stretch. Um, for the Giants, and he is a building block along with Dexter and Kayvon and Aziz Ojolari that you can say down if it's in 2024, 2025, that's what the Giants' defense is going to build around. 
Mike, uh, Jeff pointed out coming into this game, the, the Giants passing offense has been pretty pathetic. I was surprised <laughs> seeing that the, Lord. the, uh, the number, the, the odds makers have the Saints uh, today is up to five point favorites heading into the matchup. I know it had gone to as high as even six in the matchup. Uh, were you surprised at that high of a number from Vegas? Yeah, a little bit. I'll be honest. Uh, but, you know, the one thing with Vegas, they don't want to lose money. So they want to put you a, a number that they can almost get uh, maybe not 50-50, but it's close. And off of Monday night and what you saw, kind of uh, we creatures of habit. The last thing we see is what we remember. And gamblers are like that. Last thing they saw – they remember. So you know what you saw? You saw the Giants beat the Packers. And that's in the back of your mind. So they, they put up a number. When it got to six, I thought it was Bobby. I can't believe that. Now, it has come back down to five or five and a half, depending on where you gamble. But I, I was surprised a little bit of that having to do, though, with Saints injuries. Ramchak, Chris Olave. Man, players make a difference. This next man up, Hui, which you know how I feel about that. that that's a bunch of BS. Uh, that, that's not accurate. Uh, gamblers understand that, the guys that set these lines. And there ain't no guy on that Saints team as good as Ramchek at tackle. Ain't nobody as good at wide receiver as Chris Olave. And so that's why it's sort of filtered down a little bit from that high of six. Because it does matter who you play it. Uh, you know, but it did surprise me that it went all the way to six and it stayed that way for a while until later in the week when you started to get the injury reports about Ramchak and Chris Olave. Mikey, always appreciate the time. Be talking to you more when it comes down to the Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up 10 a.m. with the Cajun Cannon. All right, guys, y'all take care. Thanks, Mike. That's Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Going to step away, take a break. Right now, folks, our Oakland Heart Jewelers Rolex time check. We're looking here three hours, 17 minutes till our noon start right here inside the Caesar Superdome. Giants versus Saints coming back with more right here on First Take after the break on WWL. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back into First Take. Want to dip into our Saints sound bank and hear from QB1 Derek Carr. Here's what the Saints quarterback had to say as he gets ready to take on the New York football giants. High noon right here on WWL. Derek, I'm, I'm assuming you've gone up against the Wink Martindale defense a couple yeah. times. Um, yeah. What are kind of the hallmarks of that, especially with the amount of blitzes? Oh, my goodness. He is a, he's an unbelievable coach. I have so much respect for him um, and, and their scheme. Uh, make it very difficult on quarterbacks. Uh, you can see that, um, you know, this season, especially the past couple of weeks, you know, they, they make it really difficult. And, uh, you know, not only schematically, but they have good players. You know, it's one thing to have one or the other, but both, you know, they have good talent uh, mixed in with that. And, you know, it's a it's one of those games where it's mentally uh, draining, you know, at the end of it. It's like when I talked about playing, you know, Belichick. It's one of those days where there's so much mentally going on that, you know, at the blink of an eye, you wouldn't even you know see it or know. But the mic points and this and who's in and what personnel and this and that decisions and blitzes and protections and uh, he makes it he makes it really difficult. But I've always had a lot of respect for him. Is that just like from a disguise standpoint you're talking and just like saying blitzes different ways? Yeah, disguise. Um, you know, personnel wise, you know, making you see one thing and doing another. Uh, you know, I know in Baltimore they used to have all those all those rushers they'd put out there, and you didn't know which one was rushing and which one was dropping. It makes it makes it tough on them on a mic point makes it tough and he's been doing that for years and so he's doing the same kind of things uh with disguises holding shells holding looks uh, and he's got those guys bought in and they're they're doing a really good job when, when we're talking about like some of these like shell defenses and taking the, the deep ball away does should he change that for you a little bit like can he outrun the coverage i guess or yeah he can and he has a couple times this year yeah um uh, there was a, i can think of two posts that we hit uh that were uh, quarters looks, you know, shell looks where, you know, when teams play us, some teams play low quarters, but when Rashid's out there, that safety's usually a little bit deeper. You know, he's more apt to let you have that. And there's been a couple times where Rashid has outran that. So it does change some things uh, where, you know, maybe there is a single high safety trying to take that ball away. But if he gets too nosy with a guy like that, you can throw it over the head. You know, I remember that we had one to Henry Ruggs, just a guy with that speed. They were playing single high defense. We're playing in Pittsburgh. Single high safety didn't get deep enough, and you can still throw that ball over over their head. So um, it's not something that ment- mentally you make a living doing, but when you have a guy like that, you have to train your mind again. Like, hey, if we get that look as a quarterback, I'm not just so quick to get through that. How much of that is, you know, kind of a modern thing in the NFL where it seems more and more teams are doing that. They're just like, okay, take away the deep ball force teams to have to go 10-plus plays. Yeah. Has, has that been just a change you've noticed throughout your career? Yes, and I, one, one thing I've noticed is things go in cycles, things go in waves, you know, because once that happens, you know, there's going to be an uptick in whatever, you know, call, call it whatever, tight ends across the middle, you know, and as soon as you want to take that away, okay, now those are back, and as soon as they do this, then this is back, the run game will be more, than, or nope, the pass game's more, and so um, one thing I have noticed is things do go in waves, because whatever's working, people usually draft that way, they go in free agency that way, and then it goes for a cycle, and they see something new, and then they do that, and so... Uh, that that is one of those things, right? You know, it was easier to get you know shots off earlier in your in my career uh, about ten, you know, eight years ago, in certain ways. Now you you can do it. You just have to be smart about it and do it in different ways. And so, uh, finding those matchups, finding those one on ones, uh, it's it's a challenge mentally. But the, that's why these professional coaches, man, they keep evolving. You know, offensively and defensively, they keep stopping one another. It's really cool. Yeah, of course, just of course, you be more patient, I guess, when you're going through it because you want to be going attacking that deep. It's just not the right read. 
100%, you know, and, you know, we, every quarterback, you know, we're not going to make 100% right rates in every game. You know, we, it just doesn't happen, you know. But, you know, you try your best to be patient through those times and try not to force it. You know, even last week was a great example. You know, they were doing some good things, staying on top. I mean, shoot, we threw, you know, uh, Chris a, a curl and the corner was 30 yards deep, you know. And so uh, we, you, you wait and you wait and you wait, then we get our chance and we hit our shot to AT. And so there is a, a bit of a waiting game sometimes. Um, but other teams, you know, if you know, they think you're going to run it, then you can get those things early. So it just it, it's so different every game. I wish I could just give you one answer, but it's, it does change. How much does Jimmy Graham's energy kind of ignite you guys? Jim, Jimmy is one of my—he's one of my favorite teammates I've ever had. Like he—he's the same every day, always smiling. Uh, and then when we get in between the white lines, he's like crazy. You know, he's psycho. Like, if I'm gonna be completely honest, like one of the worst moments of the game was after that third down catch, and he hugged me, and I felt my rib go like this. <laughs> and I looked at him and said, "Jimmy, I was like, please don't do that again." So then we threw him the touchdown, and he patted me on the head like a little kid. <laughs> My wife was like, he patted you like you were 12 years old. I was like, yeah, he's 6'8". Yeah. Uh, but his his energy that he brings, how much he loves football, how much he loves his teammates, um, that's something that I really hope some of our young guys are really taking notice because you know, I've been around some some older players and the best ones are the ones that have that kind of spirit about them. And uh, you know, he's he's that way. You know, Charles Woodson was that way, just love football. You know, you loved being around him. You just felt you felt like you were a better player just by being on his team, you know. And Jimmy Jimmy has that effect on me for sure as a teammate, but I know he has that effect on a lot of guys. Saints quarterback Derek Carr talking before the black and gold battle, the G-Man in the Superdome coming up. Yes. And we heard him end there talking about everybody's favorite tight end and Jimmy Graham and, hey, he's pretty good to target when you get down in that red zone area. It's amazing. Weird. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? This huge um, target that's able to high point the ball is able to go up there and get it, bring it down. Pretty amazing. Yeah, for a while there, it seemed like maybe Jimmy might get a head start on his uh, sailing trip around the world. You know, he lives on a sailboat now. It's called Flight Risk. Okay. Um, which is just kind of funny. He's a pilot, if you didn't know. I was going to say. Uh, everyone knows. He's the pilot, but now lives on a boat. He lives on a boat. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he's, he told a lot of, st he's told a lot of stories. Like, he was biking around Tuscany, and Mickey called him up and was like, hey, can you still run? He was like, I think so. <laughs> and he came, and he can run. Um, but, you know, it is interesting, and I got asked a lot of times, so many times, what's wrong with Jimmy Graham? Where is Jimmy Graham? Is it a, is it a health thing? Is it this? Is it that? Is there problems in the locker? He's like, no. He's fine. We don't know what it is, right? <laughs> we're, we're waiting. We're getting ready. It's going to happen. And it happened. And a uh, minute. Yeah. And so I just think, you know, for a team that struggled in the red zone so much this season, it's good to see them finally kind of get him involved. And there's, like, there's people say, oh, play him more, play him more. You, there is a limited package for how much you can use a 37-year-old yeah. tight end. You're not going to use him on three downs. You still need to get production out of Juwan Johnson, Foster Morrow, Taysom Hill, right? Like, that's always going to be a part of it. And when he's the fourth tight end, that makes it a little more complicated to get him active. But I think the upside in the red zone, and you've seen it, is too much to, <laughs> to ignore, I think. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that Jimmy's earned himself some yeah. more targets. Yeah. He's getting the snaps, but just not enough targets. Yeah, and he's got the best celebrations because everyone's like, oh, he's, he's not going to do uh, it. He's not going to do psych. it. That $30,000 fine, probably not worth it anymore. But, yeah. Coming back with more First Take. Want to hear from you in the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. Let me know where you at. Who dads? Be back with more First Take 
right after this here on WWL. Well, it's just 9 a.m., but just want to thank the folks at Magazine Pizza for feeding our in-studio Saints game day crew. Magazine Pizza, 1068 Magazine Street. That's dine-in or delivery, the best gourmet selection in town. I suggest the Macho Man, folks. Magazine Pizza also has pastas, sandwiches, wings, salads. Just go check out magazinepizza.com. Getting ready for a noon start here in the Caesar Superdome. The black and gold getting into the wind column last week, looking to string some wins to cut together to close out the season. The New York Giants coming into town with Tommy DeVito. has been the talk of the town after leading the Giants now to three straight victories. And back into the wild card playoff conversation, you know, you see those teams that are still in the hunt. The New York Giants still pop up in there uh, because of what they've been able to do these past couple of games. So we don't want to give them any extra life uh, when they come into the Superdome. This is our territory. Time for the black and gold to stake their claim on the turf here in the Mercedes, uh, the Caesar Superdome, which will be coming up noon kickoff. Uh, the 10 a.m. Bud Light countdown to kickoff. You can come check out the Cajun Cannon here. We are at Gate B Loge level. Just look for Team WWL in the atrium. That is all presented by Craig's Electrical Generator Services. We'll be back with more of First Take after this break. Want to hear from you on the Oakland Heart Jewelers text, uh, talk and text line. Give us a call, 504-260-1870. Who dat? Be back with more First Take after the break on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 